following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan. Thursday Road Show is just north of Dallas in McKinney, Texas. We're on Saturday. Ferris State football will take on Colorado Mines for the D2 National Championship. We'll be live today and tomorrow uh, here at the Ferris State Team Hotel and just a dog nation experience so far uh, descending upon the Dallas Metroplex. If you're a Ferris State alum fan, you need uh, to get down here. Also, uh, Rob Bentley, you hear his spots running today and tomorrow talking about all the Bulldog watch parties. I saw my good friend Matt Golden from the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. I think at the St. Ives Clubhouse, they're having a Ferris State uh, Bulldog watch party. So Rob Bentley will have that complete list uh, coming up inside the broadcast, keep you up to date. Uh, today and tomorrow. In a moment, Whitney Bell is a former Ferris State Bulldog. Uh, He has the professional experience. He currently is the defensive coordinator for Caledonia High School. They went to the state championship uh, this year at Ford Field. Uh, Whitney knows football. So I thought, you know what? Uh, I rang the Whitney Bell and I said, I want you to come on and break down the Ferris State defense and how well they're playing, and also I gave them the video, like a coach of Colorado Mines and their defensive unit and how they match up against the Ferris State offense. Uh, Whitney Bell, in a few moments, uh, will join us live on the Meyer guest line. Also, Chris Ballas in about 20 minutes. Uh, an update on Michigan football, the Mozzie Smith situation. His court date originally scheduled for December 29th was moved to January 12th. Some of the Spartan Nation is up in arms. Uh, why isn't he suspended for the TCU game? And if they get to the national championship, my Lord, just give it a rest. Okay? Uh, you still keep comparing this to what happened in the tunnel. And there was a victim there. There was a victim. Multiple victims. Okay? Stop it. Mozzie Smith didn't point the gun at anybody. He didn't threaten anybody. He's going he's gonna to get the misdemeanor. He'll have to probably do some community service or gun safety or whatever. And there's this constant battle out there by some of these Michigan State fans. Oh, you're showing your true colors, Bill. Really? What? Oh, when D'Antonio had got... Mm, come on. All right? He had guys getting out of jail when someone brought up Chris Rucker and were able to play right away. Stop comparing the situations. You can't do it. The only thing you are comparing is Michigan versus Michigan State. And Mozzie Smith, December 29th, he would have been with the team in Arizona. This is going to be a misdemeanor, folks. Oh, they're doing it because they don't want to suspend him now. They've known about this since early October. And I'm getting tired of this because I'm hearing Christmas music in the background right now. 
And I discovered the true meaning of Christmas with the dog nation down here in McKinney, Texas. I'm hearing my third Elvis Christmas song in the last 65 minutes. The third, don't tell them to turn it down, Mish. I'm good with it. I don't want the Christmas music to end. I got the spirit. I'm Ebenezer Huge. I got it. I got the spirit. Elvis. Now I just, I think, was that cool in the gang? Singing Christmas songs? What the, where they get this at? It's so bad I'm starting to like it. I think Whitney Bell is standing by. He knows football. Good man. Uh, one of the most impressive uh, high school defensive coordinators I've seen. He's run some lineman camp, and all his linemen uh, had stellar years at the high school level. Uh, his son likes to tackle everybody at any point. He's about eight or something. The kid's always teaching, like, blocking, and uh, this is my rip move. And I'm like, I'm trying to watch South Christian and Whitehall. Little Bell, come on. Uh, Whitney Bell, and I wanted to bring Whitney in because he does know defense. Uh, he, he does know Ferris. Uh, he knows what it takes to get to the pro level. And I thought I'd bring Whitney on as we're live here in Texas getting set for Ferris State and Colorado Mines and get his thoughts on the Ferris State defense, which really has carried this team uh, during the playoffs. Wouldn't you agree, Whitney? I would, yeah. Um, Coach Hodges and uh, Tesla Smith have uh, done a fantastic job this year. And they pretty consistently every year have held opponents to very minimal amount of yards and touchdowns. So both seasons, past couple, two or three seasons. Uh, for you, Whitney, when you look at the film on Ferris, and uh, even last week in the semifinal victory over one of the best offenses at the D2 level in West Florida, what stands out to you about this 2022 potential national championship Ferris State defense? Uh, what stands out to me is that uh, they shut a very high-powered offense out in the second half. It shows the adjustments they made at halftime and I really like how uh, Coach Hodges has really uses you know Caleb Murphy and the different aspects on their defense. He could be down in the three point, could be up at linebacker. They're, they're really do a fantastic job of putting their best players in spaces to make plays, and that really defines um, how they've been doing so far this year. You know, Caleb Murphy, uh, sack leader at all levels. Uh, I think he's a, a next level type of guy in the NFL. We'll talk about that in a moment, but. Uh, you know lineman, uh, Whitney. What what makes Caleb Murphy on that Ferris State defensive line so special? Uh, you know, truly, I think it's a, he's a high motor type of young man, and he refuses to let himself be blocked. If, if you look at anybody that has some type of angle on him, he adjusts his pass rush and his movement to put himself in very good situations to be successful on the field. I love his motor. He, he's an unblockable guy because he just keeps going from whistle to whistle. He's fun to watch. You know, he has a little, uh, another former GLIAG uh, speed rusher who was tough to block. Uh, the Judon comparison from uh, what Judon did at uh, Grand Valley, I kind of see that in Caleb Murphy. Would you agree? I would. I mean, Matt, Matt Judon is a, obviously a very special football player. You know, the, you know, being a two-time Pro Bowler, but Caleb Murphy does show very similar aspects to what Judon brought brought to the table when he played at Grand Valley. 
Yeah, so now when you uh, look at this Colorado Mines offense, Ferris State defense, uh, what do they need to do on Saturday to claim back-to-back national D2 championship trophies? Um, I think if they keep the ball in front of them and, 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 make, and, and tackle well in space against this team, they, this offense that they're going against has some pretty skilled football players. Their quarterback is tough, but I've noticed on film – uh, it, they, they run an RPO scheme type of offense, a lot of zone, and they're reading multiple people. So if they can keep disguising their coverages and what they're doing and, and tackle well in space, I, I think they'll have a very good afternoon Saturday. And from your defensive perspective, looking at the Colorado Mines defensive unit against the Fair State offense, which really has shown uh, they can pound the football, uh, they can throw it around, Tony Anise and his staff will really look at what you're doing and counter it. So your thoughts on the Colorado Mines defense lining up against Ferris on Saturday here in Texas? Yeah, I mean, Colorado School of Mines, they, uh, they, they play an odd front, so it's a, you know, a three-down lineman look, and they, they do a pretty good job of disguising their coverages, and they bring a lot of pressure from different areas. So if our O-line uh, up front can pick up those pressures and create time for our quarterbacks, I think we'll be okay. Now with the pressure they bring, they, they, they do get a little unsound in their pressures, and uh, you let number one, our running back, free just a little bit, and he'll take a lot. So, I, you know, I like – you never bet against Coach Anise. He's a mastermind when it comes to offense. He'll find a way to pick you apart. So my, my best always on Coach Anise. So, Wendy, before I let you go, uh, what does – uh, make Ferris State a, a potential back-to-back national champion, uh, four straight Final Fours. What is it about Tony Anise and his staff as a football coach yourself that you really admire? Uh, you know, I, I was fortunate to go up there a few times and meet with those guys. Just their all-around love for football, it, it, it doesn't matter, I don't think, what level that Coach Anise and Coach Hodges would be coaching. They're just going to love coaching and Man, they, they truly love their players, and, and it shows on and off the field and the, the time they spend with them. I mean, they're football junkies, and that's awesome, and it, and it shows with the players that have kind of graduated, and they want to go coach high school football and college football, too, that they've created a love for the game and a love for their players. And that's, to me, that's a difference maker when it comes to a national championship. And really, it's a difference maker at any level of football when it comes to teams pushing for a title. I do want to congratulate Coach Pennington, yourself, Caledonia staff, and all the players uh, for an unbelievable season this year. I know you came up uh, one win short. And also, Whitney, uh, your spring Lyman camps are as good as anything I've seen. It helped my son Ace immensely and other players, including uh, when you look at Cam Post, who may end up here at Ferris State, or Cam Van Sokoma, and a lot of those great fighting Scott linemen and uh, Nathaniel Nowicki from Forest Hills Eastern. Uh, you really you have a love for the game, Whitney, and it shows. Well, thank, thanks, Bill. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the time. And uh, I look forward to uh, meeting up with Ace again this winter and be able to spend some time with him and helping him out. Oh, uh, for, for sure. That's on the checklist, Whitney. My best to you. <laughs> I met your mom and dad at Ford Field uh, at the Michigan High School Athletic Association Championship Weekend. Uh, they're very proud of you. Good family. Uh, enjoy the holidays, my friend, okay? I will. Thank you very much, Bill, and uh, enjoy the game this weekend, and go dog. All right, there he is, former Ferris State Bulldog, Whitney Bell, who is the defensive coordinator for Coach Pennington and the Caledonia Fighting Scots. Man, this dude knows how to coach linemen. He really does.
Uh, he's, he's a special cat. Uh, he is. And his, I think what his eight-year-old son is just like, he, he like wakes up and he's uh, teaching rip moves to other kids on the playground. I love it. So thank you, Coach Bell, and his debut. Uh, breaking it down, Ferris State football taking on Colorado Mines, D2 National Championship, Saturday at 1 p.m. on ESPNU. Our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, is carrying the radio broadcast with Rob Bentley and Sandy Golson. That will be on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Remember, if you're an alum or just a Ferris fan, gear up for Ferris. Uh, cool gear, Under Armour Store and more. Go to FerrisStateBulldogs.com. That is FerrisStateBulldogs.com. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. To the end zone! Touchdown, Bulldogs! Ferris State football takes on the Colorado School of Mines or Diggers in the NCAA Division II National Championship game this Saturday in McKinney, Texas. And you can watch the game live at 13 different Buffalo Wild Wings locations across the state. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Watch live in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Lansing, and more. Cheer on the Ferris State Bulldogs as they look to repeat as the Division II National Champions at Buffalo Wild Wings. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Delicious holiday meals are right around the corner when you shop Meyer. Get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for 89 cents per pound, limit two. Meyer canned vegetables like green beans are just 39 cents. And Pillsbury Refrigerated Baked Products are buy two, get one free. Plus, whip up your favorite holiday desserts with low prices on family favorites like Meyer Butter, Flour, and Sugar. Get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in downtown Grand Rapids. At our flagship station, 96-1 The Game, I'm on the road with Ferris State football in McKinney, Texas, which is a northern suburb of Dallas, where the NCAA D2 National Championship football game will be on Saturday at 1 p.m. You can watch it on ESPNU. You can also listen in Grand Rapids on our flagship station. They're carrying Rob Bentley, Santa Golson with the call on the Dog Radio Network. Tony and Nice looking for back-to-back national championships. Four straight Final Fours, a D2 national power. I think, Tony, uh, when they return from practice, uh, Texas and Dallas area, uh, high school players and coaches will meet with Tony Anise and his staff. So that's pretty cool. Wonderful team hotel and a great experience. Can't wait to see that game on Saturday. A couple weeks from Saturday, uh, we're going to get Michigan and TCU college football playoff. This long wait. I'm I'm ready to play the games. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan Insider is standing by on the Meyer guest line. Chris, uh, can they move up the date and play it earlier? I'm ready. <laughs> Man, uh, with all the writing we still have to do, Bill, between now and then, uh, I'm okay. We need a little breather here, but I can't wait either, brother. It's, if bowl season starts tomorrow, you got a couple, I think, 11-win teams playing. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Texas, San Antonio, and Troy, I get it. It's nobody, but it's still football. And, uh, and so I love it. And you love the fact that uh, – when your team is one of the four still remaining, it's almost like, you know what it's like when you're in the Final Four and the anticipation builds and that whole week is building up to it in basketball? Uh, it's that, but you get three or four weeks of it. So it's fun, and uh, you can tell the players are excited about it. We got access to some of them today. Uh, you can tell they're confident, uh, but they're not taking TCU for granted. There's a reason TCU is there. They understand they can't win it all without getting by this first game first. Yeah, and you kind of feel it where I'm at here at the D2 level with Ferris when you're one of the final final two teams man uh the fans uh the media traveling down uh from michigan everybody's in a really good mood because you're you're gearing up for a national championship game and if you're michigan off of what you did last year off of what you did at ohio state this year what you just did in the big 10 title game i believe this michigan team thinks uh, they can win the next two and finish the season undefeated as national champs uh, they do, and uh, you know, if you win the next one, no matter what, you've made a step forward, right? And you've beaten Michigan State, Ohio State in the same year, which is one of their goals. You've gotten the Big Ten championship again. Uh, you've got, then you will have won a, a semifinal game, whereas you lost last year. And uh, it's going to be tough to beat Georgia, but you know what? You never know. So uh, that's assuming Georgia gets by Ohio State, which I think will happen. But all eyes are on you, Bill, and that's the thing. Your program and and recruits are watching. They just landed a huge one from the. Tra- transfer portal today and Ernest Hausman from Nebraska, a linebacker who made 10 tackles against Michigan and some really nice plays. I just tweeted out a couple of them at uh, Ballas underscore Wolverine if anybody wants to see them. And he is, this kid can play. So they're doing the portal well, Bill. I'll say that. Uh, Michigan is really doing the portal well. Now they got to get NIL name, image, and likeness up to speed and get that recruiting class where it should be to keep this thing humming. I did share, speaking of Michigan football, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line that Blake Corum. 
uh, according to Chicago Tribune and some of the postseason awards they do when it comes to Big Ten football. Was he named Player of the Year? Yeah, I think the Silver Football Player of the Year. So, um, yeah, and good for him, man. And it sounds to me like his, his recovery is going to take a little bit longer. There is an opportunity, Bill, and we'll talk about it in an article tomorrow at thewolverine.com, that he could come back next year after one more season at Michigan. We'll see what happens. But they'll look to the portal as well. But, man, if you had Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards coming back next year with J.J. McCarthy, that offensive line, that defense, so many pieces coming back, Michigan's going to be – the favorite to win the Big Ten next year, in my opinion, getting Ohio State at home, and one of the favorites to get back to the playoff without question. So when you look at this TCU game, and we're going to hear from the voice of the uh, Purple Horn Frogs, Horn Toads, uh, whatever they go by here in Texas, he'll join us coming up in about uh, 30 minutes. From the Michigan viewpoint, if they were kicking off tonight, what would you be looking for for Michigan to win? Is it just dominating the line of scrimmage like they have, Mm -hmm. especially in the second half, both sides all season long? Yeah, 100%. they got to run the ball on these guys, and they'll be more than capable of doing that. That's where it starts. I think the over-under for J.J. McCarthy on prize picks is like 230 point or 200 yards passing, if I'm not mistaken, which seems low, but to me that also indicates that they expect Michigan's going to be able to run the ball on them like they have just about everybody else this year. You put up 400 yards on Penn State, you look at what they did against uh, Purdue and, and Ohio State without uh, without Blake Corum, then that speaks to what you can accomplish behind that offensive line. So, uh, and that, and number two, they've got to, they've got to control that quarterback. Uh, they haven't seen a quarterback like him this year, Max Duggan. This kid's tough. We've talked about it before, Bill, and he is he can throw the deep ball. He can run. He'll put his shoulder down. So they can't they can't leave their passing lanes when they're getting trying to pass rush. I think they're going to be able to generate some pressure, but this is a kid that can get outside the pocket and do some damage with his feet and uh, has an elite arm as well. So going to be interesting to see how they match up, but I expect it's going to be a little higher scoring than most people think. I think Michigan's going to play some ball control, and it's really going to come down to red zone defense again like it did against Purdue, like it has against Ohio State the last couple of years. Keep those guys out of the end zone, you're going to have a great chance to win. And it really comes down to the second half. Uh, what Michigan has done, it's no fluke. It's not, uh, you know, hey, they're lucky. When you look at the second halves, and especially uh, the fourth quarters, what Michigan has done on both sides of the football, uh, the last eight games, it's it's almost beyond words how good they've been in the second halves. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Twenty-eight to three against Ohio State. Mm. If you think about that in Columbus, and you know, just uh, you got to give credit to. Uh, there's you can always tell a well-coached team, and this is what Bo Schembechler teams used to do, and, and that's why this team looks so similar to those teams. Uh, the halftime adjustments and understanding on the fly what needs to be done, and to come out and dominate like they have. I think it was five point three points per game in the second half after the Ohio State game, and this is uh, uh, is what they were allowing, the defense was allowing, and really have gotten off the great starts on, on opening drives of second halves, too. We saw that against Purdue. They made one little adjustment, get a play, bounce it to the outside, score in a couple plays, and it changes the entire tenor of the game. So, uh, to me, that is really indicative of a well-coached football team on both sides of the ball, and it's uh, it's been fun to watch, Bill. When you can wear a team down, or as Doug Steen says, my podcast partner who played at Michigan, when you can break their spirit in the second half and you know you've got them on the ropes in the fourth quarter and you bury them, there's really nothing nothing better than that in football. 
tell you what, that Michigan football podcast with Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, and Chris Ballas, one of the greatest podcasts ever, according to the Ballas Institute in Northview uh, High School. Uh, it's a beautiful podcast. Listen to it weekly at thewolverine.com. Before I let you go, Chris, I know you said you checked in at Schembechler Hall, got some feedback uh, from some Michigan players on the matchup with TCU in the college football playoff semi two weeks from Saturday. Uh, what's the latest on the injury front? Who's in that game? Who's out? Yeah, Corum won't play. As we, you know what? It, I think if he'd sat out that Ohio State game and had surgery right after the Illinois game, maybe there was a chance. But I think they found more in there. Uh, this is my opinion than they expected to. And who knows if he aggravated it against Ohio State? If he did, I don't think we'll ever hear about it. But disappointing, uh, no question about it. So uh, Donovan Edwards will be healthier. I believe he had surgery, Bill, from the people that we've spoken with on his hand. They could have a smaller cast on that hand, and then maybe by the championship game he'll be okay. And then you got a bunch of guys with bumps and bruises that are that are getting better. Mike Morris is a guy. Uh, Trevor Keegan. They could really use the rest. You know, it's a long season. It's going to be, Bill, let's be honest, in a few years it's going to be like an NFL season when they expand that playoff. So asking a lot of these guys and putting their bodies on the line like that, but uh, they should be relatively healthy going into that game. Yeah, speaking of uh, when they expand the playoffs, I did see that UCLA and their board of regents worked with the state, cut a deal to drop uh, Cal some money because they're not joining uh, the Big Ten. USC will follow suit, so it looks like there's no roadblocks there. And, hey, uh, welcome to Big Ten football when you add USC and UCLA. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's just nuts to me that we're going to be hopping on a plane for a Big Ten game. You know, I, it was weird enough going to Penn State. You know, and then, then you're going to Nebraska, and now you're going halfway, you're going all the way across the country, man, for uh, for Big Ten football. So, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with uh, you know the divisions and everything else. I'm sure they'll scrap them, but um, boy, it's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a lot different. There's no question about it. But hey, uh, welcome to 2022, man. This is just the way it is. Follow the, the divisions will go away. It will be the top two teams that will play in the Big Ten championship game. And I do wonder, as you move forward and you look at this 12 teams, you just talked about uh, when they expand the playoff format to 12, uh, how it will create an NFL-like season. At what point are you going to eliminate uh, the conference championship games? I know it's big money for the networks, and they're putting in over just for the Big Ten deal. I think what over seven billion. So I doubt they're yeah. going to eliminate a marquee game like the Big Ten championship anytime soon. Because think about this: if, if you have the format you're going to have uh, with the top two, Michigan, Ohio State would have had back-to-back rematches. Yeah, exactly. And but here's another interesting point: are, Is that going to be a protected matchup now? How are you going to do it with so many teams? Uh, is it going to be is Michigan, Michigan State going to be protected every year? And are some teams going to have tougher protected games than others? This is going to be something that we're going to have to to revisit. I think is it going to be a case where Michigan and Ohio State don't play every year because of this? It's uh, I'm very anxious to see what happens and very interested to see what happens because I don't think expansion is done yet, Bill. I really don't. And when we get to that point you can't have a schedule where okay michigan's got all these rivalries so they're playing all these tougher games than than another team uh, say usc or something like that so there are more changes coming bill uh, i wouldn't want to be the guy having to make those decisions because there's some great rivalries where i think people are going to say hey we're gonna have to change some things well you know you've had change for money when nebraska oklahoma uh-huh. ended when nebraska went and joined the big 10 you have i get the rivalries but you're right from a balance of power and I get you want to go beat the best and play the best to be the best. I, I get all that football jargon. 
But if you're in that money-making business of wanting to be one of the 12 that make the college football playoff, and you are Michigan, and let's say it's Ward Manuel and Harbaugh, and you're going through the protected games or um, what it will look like with pods, something like the ACC is going to do where you play home-and-home with a team, five teams for like – two years right and then that's five of your yeah. games and you i think they're protecting four if i'm not wrong from what i read a month or so ago so you're you're michigan do you really want to protect ohio state and have that game cost you uh, the playoff right. or have it every right. other year right that's exactly my point yep and i would imagine michigan state probably won't be a protected game anymore and i don't think anybody would end the michigan I well michigan on, on the flip side there chris just as much as we say hey you may not want to play ohio state every year does mel tucker uh if he's there or if he's you know living in on in a beach house counting you know what's the remainder of the 95 million but uh, yeah. it do you want to play Michigan if they're a powerhouse every year? I get the rivalry. I get the fans love it. And we, you know, can't wait for game day for Michigan, Ohio State or Michigan, Michigan State. But those coaches are like, if I have the opportunity to only play them once every other year, it's better for my job security and better for our program. Yeah, and, and it's more fair. Let's be honest. It's, you know, what the Purdue-Indiana rivalry, you know, for example, compared to not that either one of those teams will probably be a factor going forward, especially now with the, so many good teams in the Big Ten, but at least for a championship. But, you know, protecting games like that uh, or isn't isn't quite the same as protecting Michigan-Ohio State. So I'll say this. I don't think Michigan fans would mind at all if they took Michigan State off the schedule for a while. And, and I don't know if Michigan State feels the same way, but it's gotten to be such an ugly rivalry at this point that maybe they could use a break let's be fair and honest about it so but uh you know what it, it is what it is bill um you know the michigan the little brown jug the michigan minnesota game you know used to be back in the 40s and 50s d game and and things change so uh it's not going to surprise me at all when they say that michigan michigan state or michigan ohio state is going to be maybe every other year or, or they treat them like any other team like michigan nebraska or something like that it's just the way it's going to be maybe michigan michigan state started opposite ends of the tunnel whoever has the most guys make it through wins <laughs> there's added security now instead of like four 90 year old guys in there yeah. without telling the, bo- the boys to stop you know who, who are you we're with the geriatric uh, investigation <laughs> division gid there you go all right hey, Chris, i'm not an ageist i just want to be well you're not making fun of old people okay you're no. not i mean but you got a guy right now who you know, was working security that when he moves to break up a fight, he looks like a mime on a street corner in Times Square. <laughs> pretty much. That, was a, that pretty much would look like. No, you know, if you're at UCLA and USC and you got to play them every other year, there, there's no way you want Ohio State every year if you're Michigan. Uh-uh. No, no, no way. I, I agree. Well, you know what? And I love that rivalry, and, and it's great, but uh, there are going to be plenty of times, in my opinion, uh, assuming Michigan, again, plenty figures this NIL thing out, that, that those teams in the next several years will be playing for uh, for championships in the Big Ten. So, uh, But, again, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tougher. That that conference just got a lot tougher, and, and you know how hard it is. We've seen it. Uh, these Big Ten teams going out to the coast to play non-conference games. Mm-hmm. Michigan State at Washington. We can go Michigan. We can look at Michigan every time they've gone out there. UCLA a couple of times. Washington. Uh, they have a hard time. Oregon. They have a hard time winning out there. It's going to be a lot different. It's going to be a lot harder, no question, to, to get through the Big Ten undefeated. But, you know, again, when networks, uh, uh, multiple networks are throwing over $7 billion at the Big Ten, Ohio State-Michigan was one of the uh, most watched games ever. Uh, it's going to be tough to not have a network say we want yep. that uh, every year. So as much as 
because we talk about it or a school may yep. want it. End of the day, money right now is driving uh, the college football bus. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics and walk it up to TCU Michigan in the college football playoff semifinal two weeks from Saturday in Arizona. Team coverage with Ballas, Skeen, Safey, Broom, and the geriatric leader of the bunch, Johnny Borton. <laughs> also in charge of tunnel security at Michigan. He did. He, he, he used to be. He had it up, uh, the TCI uh, uh, Tunnel Security, Inc., and they, they got the cast of Cocoon uh, to keep everybody happy in the tunnel. <laughs> and to be fair, John's not that old, man. I'm joking. And, uh, we talked to John the other day. Know, but, and he'd still kick either of our butts. On the he pulled course, over. Like He's on his way to a wedding like down in Georgia, and he pulled over in the <laughs> Smoky Mountains so he didn't drive off a cliff like most people want to drive <laughs> off a cliff when they're listening to me. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to tell him you said that. All right. We love you, Chris. Thanks, Billy. Have a great one, man. All right. Back at you. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line. Our road show is in Texas. We're just north of Dallas in McKinney. We're Ferris State football. We'll take on Colorado Mines Saturday at 1 on ESPNU. Radio coverage in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 96.1. The game, Tony Anissa and the Dogs looking for back-to-back national championships. And we're here in Texas with the Dog Nation. I do want to thank Sarah Zefafewa for her help. Thank you, Sarah, for all your help. Sarah Zefafewa, because I don't know her last name. I just thought I'd give her a cool, friend-sounding last name. She's from Morley Stanwood. What's your last name? Is it Higley? So Sarah Higley, right? There you go, from Morley Stanwood, Michigan. Uh, she's like one of the smartest people ever out of Morley Stanwood. Went to Michigan, and now she's the go-to person for everything Ferris. When they need something, when that plane was delayed for three hours, when that flight crew was eating pasta and none of us had any food, she was there. She gave everybody a peanut. One peanut walked around. Sandy Golson got two peanuts because he's on the broadcast crew uh, with Rob Bentley. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you, everybody at Ferris. Hey, man, we're not even here 24 hours. It's been an unbelievable time in Texas as the Dog Nation is getting ready for back-to-back national championships. And what a Saturday night it would be here at the Ferris State Team Hotel if the dogs take care of business against Colorado Mines. Sandy Golson from the Bulldog Radio Network. Uh, he'll join us next from Texas. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. 
How about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th. One player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Your Auto Value Auto Parts store is part of a network of more than 300 family-owned stores and are locally run by some of your own friends and neighbors. Every day, we work hard to provide you with all the automotive aftermarket parts and accessories you'll ever need. Name brands, too, like Champion, Seafoam, Wix, Lucas, Mobile, and more. The auto parts you need at the value you've come to expect. So thanks again for shopping locally at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. We're on the road in Texas, just north of Dallas and McKinney. Tony Anise and the Ferris State Bulldog football program looking for back-to-back National Championship, Saturday at 1 o'clock on ESPNU. Team just rolled back in from practice at McKinney uh, High School. A ton of Ferris State uh, Bulldogs rolling in. Dog Nation taking over Dallas. Mish has listened to his interview 14 times in the last hour. Thank you, Jeremy Mishler, Associate VP for External Relations, Executive Director of the Ferris State University Alumni Association. His family is down here. I had a chance to hang out with Sandy Golson and Rob Bentley and the crew from Ferris last night. They're the broadcast team. Their game will be on 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids on Saturday, along on Sunny FM and Big Rapids, for those of you that listen uh, to dog football ball on a regular basis in the Big Rapids uh, area, and they're back here. They were here a year ago uh, when Ferris won the D2 National Championship, and Sandy, the big question is, uh, can they do it again? Well, you know, one thing about this team is that they have been a remarkable example of consistency, and they have built to this point, and I think that they have put themselves in position with the basics, huge, uh, good defense, Good line play, defensive line play, offensive line play, allowing you to control the game in terms of the running game on your side toward their defense and their offensive running game toward your defense. They put themselves in a great position that they feel pretty confident coming into this game. And you look at the gauntlet that we've already run this far in the playoffs. I mean, all nationally ranked teams, all top ranked teams, we're putting ourselves in a good position to be successful on Saturday. But you got to play the game still. Yeah, Sandy Golson from the Ferris State Bulldog radio crew with Rob Bentley joining us here on the huge show across Michigan from Texas in the Ferris State Team Hotel. It's like I was talking with Jason Vanderlaan earlier 
an all-time Ferris grade, and Whitney Bell, another former yes. dog that this team is different. It's not that we're going to go win 58-51, and it's just what you said, Sandy, that their line play, it's some smash-mouth football. The way they were able to totally dominate a West Florida team in the semifinal last Saturday at Top Taggart Field in Big Rapids, that's what you normally don't see from Ferris football, and it's not a negative. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you look at our offensive line coming back. We had a dominating offensive line last year, and we had a bunch of seniors. I mean, we were rolling too deep with confidence, and we knew that we could uh, really control the line of scrimmage offensively. And so once we graduated those guys, we had a younger offensive line that came in, and those guys have grown week after week after week to this point that they had such a dominating line performance against West Florida's defense and allowed us to really control the tempo, particularly in the third and fourth quarters. So what do you see with Colorado Mines uh, in your early uh, breakdown looking at Colorado Mines? Obviously a solid team, if not a great team, to get to the D2 uh, National Championship game, uh, the matchup. And it really comes down to matchups. How does Ferris State match up against Colorado Mines? Well, their offense against our defense, their offense is dynamic. I mean, they've got multiple receivers. they got uh, arguably the best quarterback in the nation. Uh, He throws the ball exceptionally well. And so uh, you're you have to be able to get a pass rush, but you have to be able to contain at the same time. And then you've got to have the, the DBs, you know, your corners and your safeties to be able to, to really play people deep downfield. We feel like we've got a really, really good secondary. And so that's something I think is going to be really important for us is to really control the line of scrimmage up front and then be really technically sound in the secondary. And then flipping it on the opposite side, they're an opportunistic defense. They like to really get after it. They're going to pressure you. They're going to bring the heat. And you're going to have to find ways to kind of release some of that pressure. So maybe some draws, some screens uh, to try to catch them being overly aggressive, maybe some reverse action. So there are a lot of things that I think the Bulldogs are going to really look to do um, or t- to try to you know get around that aggressive um, defense that they're going to bring. But, you know, again, it comes down to controlling the line of scrimmage and being able to establish the run. You know, Tony Anise uh, earlier before we went on air was talking with some of his coaches standing right here uh, chatting with me and he was telling his coaches, hey, we need to look uh, we and what you just said, offensively and defensively, uh, I think the keys will be our wide receivers yep. and, and and slowing down their wide receivers. So that that's spot on there. Sandy Golson from the Bulldog uh, Radio Crew with Rob Bentley joining us here in Texas. I see Tony Anise and some of the assistants. They invited uh, Texas area recruits. Yeah, to stop in and high school players to stop in and uh, meet the coaches, seeing that they're here in McKinney, just north of Dallas. And there's a few recruits they're talking to. So, yeah. again, uh, getting back to the national championship game, more branding for Ferris State as a university, as a football program. These are all wins, and we haven't even played the game on Saturday. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When you think of Texas, you, you really think of Texas Everything's football. Everything's big in Texas. There's no question. But we were just talking. I'll get to that part, too. But you Except think of Texas. you guys went and got in and out, Rob Bentley and his daughter and you. And I noticed there wasn't a fourth bag for, for Mr. Huge here. Look how deep they're locked in right there. Well, they're you locked, he's he's right locked there? in on the In-N-Out Burger <laughs> like he's looking at the, at the roster for Saturday's game. Yeah, it takes tremendous focus to be able to enjoy in I don't know if I'm going to get over the fact that, uh, and I noticed that you really put it aside. You didn't care. You're chewing on your In-N-Out Burger right before we went on air. I'm feeling kind of left out here. 
Well, we got somebody that can hook you up. So I, I, um, think, Mitch, I think we're going to. This is going to drive me down to. I, I, I'm torn because I, I spent a lot of time in Oklahoma. I love Whataburgers. These are places you don't get in Michigan. That's why everybody goes to them. I'm torn between <laughs> Whataburger and In and Out. I think In and Out is a little bit overrated. I'm, I'm a Whataburger fan, but that's from my days at OU. So I will be. Uh, Mitch is going to drive. He's going out with alumni, a big dinner tonight, big fancy dinner. I noticed he didn't invite me to that, but he said I'd take you to Whataburger or In and Out Burger drive through. Maybe with a coupon or something no, like that. Just probably me gonna... paying for my own Whataburger <laughs> while they're going to go have like steak and probably stone crab lobster well, that sounds good. Uh, and all that stuff with alums and everything. I get it, but. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Sandy, man, uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend yes, and the sir. call on Saturday. I know people on 96 won the game in Grand Rapids excited to hear you and Rob and the dogs in the D2 National Championship game. We'll see you later tonight. Yes, sir. All right. Sandy Golson does a great job as the color commentator with Rob Bentley on the Ferris Network. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in Grand Rapids at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. We are doing it big in Texas. As Ferris State looks for back-to-back national championships, Saturday, 1 o'clock against Colorado Mines. 24-7, everything you need with this show, because we are statewide, is free and available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.